Shut up, I love it. Hello, this is Sasha. And this is your hero, Jay. And this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a guest to talk about something underrated or maybe just generally underappreciated or underexplored under the sun. And before we introduce today's guest, did you guys notice we have the best ever intro music like in the world? Thanks to Bry Walker, former guest. I mean, this is just my jam. Can we just listen for it for five more seconds before we get to today's guest? Ah, oh, wasn't it good? Great. Anyway, going back to today's episode, today in the studio we have a returning guest wearing his boxer shorts as he's recording from New York, barely figured out how to hook up his audio. He claims to be a television and comic book writer. Welcome, Zeb Wells. I love it. Thank you so much. And they're not, they are not, they are not boxer shorts. They are, they are, are they short? Yeah, they're short. They're very short. Very good. But it's New, it's New York, it's very hot. But we're not here to talk about your boxer shorts or to defend them. We're here to talk, Jay giving me such dirty looks. Zeb, what are you here to talk about? <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of tension since we've spent a lot of quarantine together, Jay and I. Oh, I, I yeah, absolutely <laughs> across the board. Um, Zeb, what are you here to talk about besides your boxer shorts? Well, I would like to talk about Alone season six on Netflix. Now, I don't know if it's underrated because everyone's watching everything on Netflix now. But if you haven't seen it, I just I, I think this show's incredible. I watched I watched uh, my wife put it on and I just couldn't stop watching. It took about five minutes and I was hooked. Yeah, I, I'd never heard of it before, honestly. So I would, I would say it's obscure. Like I, I I feel like it had been advertised. Like when you go on the Netflix screen, it'll like show like a little clip. I thought it was a scripted show because like the I was hoping it was a scripted show. Yeah, the, the little picture from it, it, it looked like it was like a survivalist uh, scripted show. But um, it is, in fact, a reality show. So before usually we kind of save the the uh, the host kind of save our opinions about a show or the subject for a little bit like later we'll kind of start introducing our feelings about it early on but not really i think this is an important point for our podcast to just come out straight early on and say that i'm very disappointed that out of all people it's fucking zeb wells introduces me to my favorite topic of all time on this motherfucking podcast <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a really it. good show. It's a great show, Zeb. I don't know how, like, I was expecting Thanks, you Thanks, Heidi, I guess. Sounds like. Yeah, Heidi, yeah, Heidi put it on. I was expecting you to, you know, when you're when we asked you to pick a topic, I was expecting some total unwatchable garbage. Like um, obscure shit that nobody gives a shit except some weird-ass nerds like right. you. Or, or just, you just something, like, like totally deplorable or, or, just, or, or just, like, in bad taste oh somehow. Oh, my God. But, but it was uh, the I best say, experience really of good. my life to the point where after we finished watching the show, I said, I want to move. And by the way, lots of spoilers for the season. So if you haven't seen it, like well, apparently we're like 130th most popular podcast in comedy in Britain or some shit today. I found out whatever. Guys, if you haven't watched this shit, you got to watch it now before we spoil the fuck out of it. Right. Like, Because we're going to spoil it so good. 
Yeah. And I have to say, I want to move to live with the Siberian native people in Evenkis, and I want to live with them based on what I've learned from how amazing the winner of the show. Yeah, I'll have some questions about Siberia after this for sure. I'm here to answer them. Z- uh, Jay, why don't you, since you're giving me uh, like a tight, <laughs> tight lip and the side look, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the show to move along. And what, what are we, what are we going to talk about? Should, should we have Zeb uh, tell us about the show or like, how yeah, does this work? Yeah, Zeb, what is this? What's the premise of this masterpiece? Well, it's a lot like the show Survivor Man. Uh, Survivor where I Man. He, yeah, there's a show called Survivor Man, and I, and the guy would go out into the wilderness, but he would, it was just him. There was no camera crew. It would just, he would just bring a camera and explain to you how he survived. This show takes it to the next level where it's 10 people of all walks of life. Well, not really all walks they of life. They are pretty much all, from the same. Yeah, they're all kind, same of, kind out, of person. Outdoor freaks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are let into the, uh, into the wilderness and all, they're allowed to take 10 items with them and they have to see how long they can survive. They don't get to, they don't get to know how long the other person other people are making it they don't know anything until they either tap out or finally they come and get retrieved when they win so it's just them and their thoughts or if they fade away like they they become so medically unable to go on they are literally pushed you know basically dragged out of the show which happens yeah and those are the those are the super hardcore people and (laughs) what's shocking about the show is (laughs) is how most of those people are crying when they're being taken away. Like they, they're being dragged away from their camp and they're literally starving to death. Like they're on death's door. Their bodies are eating their organs. Yeah, I can understand that because like, if you've made it that far, you know, like, like oh, you've subjected yeah. yourself to, to like all this misery and then, and then for then these two like, you know, jackass doctors get off a helicopter and are like oh sorry it's all over you have they no had cho- fucking donuts it's like you, you, you totally. have no choice yeah yeah these like well-fed like uh, healthy looking people just say nope yeah. it's all over buddy You're like yeah. you wouldn't survive all- in the wilderness for an hour probably yeah, you win people. nothing go home and yeah so, that was all know. for nothing pal yeah exactly yeah um, brutal so it's, a, so it's a healthy mix of canadian and americans that look like canadians type yes. of people yeah i would say it's like that uh, type of ratio and then the ratio of women to men is seven to three so there were three women from beginning which of course is like oh my god are we gonna like lose the women first and no surprisingly women actually lasted very well not yeah they, yeah it, it seems to be that once you get towards the end if i i feel like if you get it seemed like if you got past like 45 50 days it was all going to come down to what your caloric intake was, like whether you were able to get the food or not. Like, I feel like if you get to 45 days, you have the mental fortitude to make it. It all comes down to luck of luck of the draw and skill at hunting. And I think that, uh, yeah, by the end, like one of the women had to be pulled off, right? Yeah, Wonia. No. No, she no, quit. No. no, 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 no. It was the woman who kept hurting herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am gonna Nikki. try. Her name Nikki. Is Nikki. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up all the cast members, but Nikki. Yeah, I, I had all the. There was a lot of red flags about Nikki early on that Jay and I were freaking I out know. about. Can we talk about Nikki first? All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. She. She was. Um. I, I mean, like, like, none of the characters tend to be very like, you know 
socially uh, adept p- people, you know, like uh, like like, like the, they're, they're Jordan Jonas. Yeah, but the, but but like <laughs> to be like an expert of like wilderness survival, you you kind of tend to be more of like a loner, like much like the dog world of competitive dog sports. Like as the, he's pointing like, 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 directly like, to like, my like, face. Like, like the, those, the, <laughs> you find the people in that world tend to be, you know, they're not people people. They're they're dog Jay, people. Just trying to avoid certain. Yeah. words that he doesn't want to say on the air yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i don't want to say any trigger <laughs> words but but um but like you know wilderness survival people are they like to survive in the wilderness by themselves so it's a certain certain kind of uh grouping of people and you know and and, and nikki just seemed kind of like a like a like a kind of wackadoodle uh lady that um she 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 just you could tell that she likes to talk to herself a lot. Like, like her narrating to the camera was came very naturally to her. And yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah. that she would be just by herself in her home, she was talking the cook- to herself the constantly. Lady in the most loving way. I'm saying it because that cookiness did help her. I feel like to last as long as she did, because instead of freaking out, she'd be like talking to like corpses of rabbits. And that would like get her through like extra week. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that she, in a weird way, like, because a lot of people would start to crack, like, psychologically. And I think, because, like, her wackiness was to her benefit, because I think she could last hundreds of days by herself, no problem. Yeah. But, like, she wasn't going to fall apart because of the solitude, like, the solo element of it. She was going to fall apart for other reasons. So, but, um, but yeah, she, she kind of came across as, 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 like, you know, at first, it was hard to have faith in her as, as someone who would go the distance, just because she didn't seem like she was um, r- really up for the task. But she was, in fact well, she was she was up for the task for sure and and she just kept cutting herself like oh yeah she just kept injuring herself when she sliced her hand with a knife i, I was like what the fuck is she doing like <laughs> i mean she she's like cutting the blade toward her hand like trying to cut this piece of wood and slices her hand open and then she stabs herself with an arrow i mean it, it was like what are you like what like you're just gonna you're just gonna be the victim of an accident you know that's how you're gonna leave the show and the thing is, like, before we even go on talking about Nikki and everyone else, like, she, I mean, all these people are really hardcore survivalists, right? Like, Jay Hunter's been, you know, gaslighting me for 12 years now that he <laughs> Famously is. Famously gaslighting. That he yeah. is, like, a survivalist type of person. Like, he can survive should the world come to an end or, you know, a mild end, like it has been lately. And I mean, like these. What people is it? Wait, wait, hold on. What is that supposed to mean? Because I, I, I do know how to survive in the wilderness. But if you were, uh, oh my God, Zeb just oh tilted his camera down. We Zeb, almost saw his. his Zeb testicles. just did a little solo, <laughs> solo like flashing for us. Super weird. I don't know um, why he keeps doing it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's adamant that he's not wearing boxer so- shorts, which he is in fact, and uh, they're just short shorts <laughs> with, with the pattern that but, only but, boxer shorts. But, have. but, but so um, to make things clear, I, I do know. Well, I'm not as good as these people on the show by any means like no. they're, they're very hardcore but i i went to like a wilderness survival camp when, I, when I was a kid um probably when i was like 12 13 and 14 and you retained what uh i retained a lot of knowledge i mean we, we went on solo trips i mean we it was a backpacking and survival type of school and i went three years in a row during the entire summer um and you know learned like like basic wilderness survival and um that's right basic is the key word here yeah yeah basic i i, I mean i mean i'm not I'm not saying I'm, I'm anywhere near these people on the show. Like, th- these people are hardcore Yeah, because the people have 10 items, like Zeb said. And, like, a lot of it is like, okay, they have clothes that I assume don't fit into this, right? Zeb, like, the clothes. Yeah, I like, think so. I think they're all, I think they all get, like, a base level of clothing. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the, the, it comes to like certain things they must bring, right? Like, I mean, I don't even know what, what the hell would that be. Like, well, I don't think they have to bring like anything, a tarp. Like, no one's gonna go out there without a tarp, I don't think. Or a, yeah, it, like a sleeping bag. I think would be the most essential yeah. thing that you need to have, and I think that's part of your p- items of equipment that you can bring as a sleeping bag. Like that's counted; it's not counted as clothing. Um, I was actually surprised that people did bring tarps because the. You know, like as the show progresses, you see that they build their shelters and that they kind of don't need the tarp. I mean, it's if you're only allowed to bring 10 things, I was shocked that so many people did bring tarps because like, you know, you're talking like a knife. Here's what Nikki brought, for example, right? Because I'm Nikki's page right here. She brought knife, pot, axe. Sleeping bag, a cooking pot. By the way, not she didn't bring pot. Like who, um, who knows? <laughs> she probably could pick up pick out actual pot and and like because she was always like smoking some interesting weeds and like. Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. She was living off the land. So four is sleeping bag. Five saw. She brought a saw, right? Paracord, bow and arrows, which seems to be key to survival if you know how to use those things. Fishing line and hooks, ferro rod and trapping wire. And trapping wire was also key because there's two ways basically to survive on the island. Uh, one is you putting out snares and catching small guys like squirrels and rabbits. And the second one is only one man in history, I assume, of fucking alone was able to do. Joke, yeah, I don't think anyone else has brought down. You kill a fucking moose. And then you have well, enough fish. meat to last you for... No, there's fish as well. Like, like you, 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 you're going to go for small game. You're going to go for a large game, which would be like moose or deer or whatever's in the area. And then there's fish. That, those are like your three protein options. And then you can forage, but that's clearly not... They put them in an area... That's a losing battle. Yeah, they, like. they put them in an area where it's just impossible to forage enough food. And, and they put them in, in a season where they're, it, winter is about to fall. So it's not like spring and all the animals of the forest are running yeah. around. Like, think people animals are going to hibernation that they're not exposing themselves to the elements so really you know like you know i don't think anybody saw too many big game um animals with the exception of jordan of course but but like it seemed like in this particular season it's like fish it's it's seafood uh and and small game um like like, like rabbits and and critters running around and one of the people that we fell in love with right away which i don't know with zeb i would love to hear who was like your favorite early on just since we started talking about the cast. Oh, early on. I think it was that, uh, <laughs> you know, it was one of, it was before I had known about this classic bait and switch. It was uh, Donnie Dust, who he, he had like the big beard. He just looked like a oh, burly man's the, man. Uh, and I Dan was Harmon, like, yeah, like the, the Dan Harmon's <laughs> a better looking brother. Yeah, kind of and I was, I was like, he and he was just, he was like really built like a lumberjack. And I was like, oh, it's going to be. Really fun to watch this guy kick ass, and then it's just alone. You just never know because nope, he got a stomach ache, and he was he was out of there. Right. You know, it's crazy. Because he got like, what would happen? What did he eat? Was it a f- bad fish, or did he eat like a bad small game? I can't. It remember. was small game. He 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 ate. Um, I want to say it was a squirrel or. Like it wasn't a rabbit. I think it was a squirrel. But but it happened in quick succession. Johnny with the, Dust. Shout out. <laughs> well, Fan of the yeah. podcast. It, it happened in quick succession with the other guy who who um, got sick eating uh, 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 f- fish eggs, um, but but um, but that, that, that but that guy that guy gutted it out. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, he was, he, like, he was fine with it. Like, like you know, it just gave him a stomach ache for the night. But the other dude, the Dan so Harmon, the Donnie, guy yeah, the Dan Harmon, Donnie, he basically works as a primitive technology instructor, whatever that is. It's impressive. And he served in the Marines, right? Like, that's, like, one of the main things. So, these people are hardcore. And um, 
he's survived in deserts yeah. in the Middle East, all that stuff. And he had a crazy heart attack, I guess, right? Like a year or something before he arrived. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And he almost died. You know, th- yeah. th- th- I think that's what put him out because, yeah, he had that crazy life. Like he had like a quadruple bypass or something like 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 the, the Widowmaker heart attack. And so he was afraid that he was, you know, like he probably would have been fine, but he had such bad food poisoning. It seemed like he was worried that his his heart was going to go out and he was going to die. And so that just got into his head and, you know, like 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 put, yeah. put him down real fast. I think what's interesting about this show and I've, I've gone back and like watched previous seasons as well. But you learn that, like, not it's impossible, I think, to be badass in every, like, every type of way. Like, you can be a badass in a certain type of way. Y'all listen. Yeah, but this is this is something different, and it doesn't seem like you can really put your finger on how someone's going to do in that situation in the first week. It seems like. Mm You know, it seems like there's something that has to be in you and you just really, even the people that are showing up there, I don't think they know if it's in them or not until it happens. It's, it seems like something you just have to do to know if you can do it or not. Well, I think it's, it has to do with experience. And like, I was a big fan of Jordan from the get go, just after hearing his backstory about how we, he, we loved Ray. Let's just say we, we were in love with Ray for quite a we, while. Yeah, we, we, liked, we, liked, we liked Ray a lot, but like, I always had my eye on Jordan um, in particular because he had the experience of living in that kind of similarly harsh climate and like living with native peoples and like he was like a reindeer hunters or some shit like that in, in yeah. Siberia and so like he you know just that experience of like being out in that kind in a similar climate and similar wilderness um, for long periods of time you just by doing that he said he did it for like five years or something so like he, yeah he's, I, I, he's seen like all kinds of plans fail and 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 he has to like regroup and make new plans and build all these objects like he just had like this mountain he had like a PhD in surviving surviving in harsh winter forest climate so um, yeah well for me Ray Ray's my exception that proves the rule because obvious because he is like he's kind of done the show before who but Ray he's did? lived it you, oh not Ray I'm sorry Jordan um, Joe Jordan yeah, yeah you know once you once you heard that he had lived in, in Siberia and lived off of a herd of reindeer you knew he was probably going to do okay and he did I mean he he kicked ass. It was crazy. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He won. And the thing is, like, I think that was one of the positives for him is he's a very skinny guy. And so it took him, like, he didn't need to feed all his, like, giant body. Like, all these other guys were giant. And yeah. they all were like, I, I, I have just to need, eat a lot of meat in order to survive. And all these, like, Dan Harmon's, like, lookalikes were, like just dying out like flies shout out that, yeah that well, it, Harmon, it reminds me of um it reminds me of the ninja warrior show i used to i used to do i used to direct the american ninja warrior um no big no deal, big deal. <laughs> Fucker. But, Fucker. But, but but so when but when we do that show like you'd see you know you get you shoot hundreds of people going through the course and stuff and whenever there was like a guy that was or or even a girl like someone that was really built that was like a weightlifter someone that looks shredded that would like get up and you'd be like holy shit they're fucking like six-pack abs and everything those people were were donezo like like they they, they could barely make it through the course um, and if they did, they would lose kind of shortly thereafter on, on the harder course because 
because like the people that excelled in American Ninja Warrior were like gymnasts basically, and they they'd always look like skinny and scrawny, and you kind of be like, huh? You, you kind of like laugh at them when you first saw them at the starting line, like like who's this guy? And then they would just shred the course, right? And so it's like a different kind of strength, a different kind of fortitude that you need to do that long term wilderness survival. And and like 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 Jordan, for instance, he was he, like he, he just had he had it in the bag because I mean he was completely psychologically stable like like, like it was no big I mean, deal we're, we're for not, him why are we even talking about Jordan he was having we're a good saving, time that, we're that saving helped. that shit but if we want to talk about Jordan he is Jay are you having to break down no I'm okay. just getting I'm getting okay. a drink uh, because Jordan makes us all have a breakdown because he like basically one thing is like he's built for the second he's experienced for it third yeah he never lost his mind so a lot of people start like yeah. by day like 40 50 they start like different way expressing themselves that you were just sitting from your comfortable couch you notice like oh shit something's going on with you yeah. like either you like just do like a mini like puppet theater with like dead rabbits or like you are you know impersonating like in the weird voice like I don't know weather broadcaster or some shit. Were you like crying because you had a squirrel? Which shout out to Ray, like that's like. Oh man, man. we got to talk about that. We got to talk was, about that Ray. That was incredible. <laughs> but so and then like Jordan, he always had this like a lightness about him, a sense of humor. And so on one hand, it's because he probably his personality is very much like that. Like he's always just like, hey, it's gonna be fine. It's just a show. Worst come to worst, if I can give him a call, they'll send me back home. But the other thing yeah. is because he was always fucking prepared and he was having a good time. Apparently, after the show, he kept saying, I wish I'd stay there for two more weeks because I was really enjoying my time there. Like, <laughs> the fucker killed the moose early on. Like, he, it wasn't like just like one shot either. Like, he killed the moose and he had to chase the moose. He had to wait for the moose to die. Very sad. Uh, but, like, he had this moose meat. And then he went through this series of very eventful interactions with predators, including a wolverine that he had to, like, murder with his bare hands and an axe. And then, basically, at the end, he's, like, fishing, ice fishing for this giant fish. And he's just, like, looks gaunt, but he's, like, joking. He's, like, this frozen fish looks like just like me. Like, he's, the dude is still having a totally decent time there. And, you know, it's not just the body. It's the mind as well. There's, like, yeah. two components. And he was fucking killing it. it but but also he it, it goes back to my point of like he has the experience right so like like w w the the guy that bowed out third um that burned down his his shelter i can't remember his name but he he, he his big thing was he didn't bring the um the pharaoh um rod to to, to yeah. make sparks and start a fire he's he, he's like i'm a badass fire starter i'll just make a fire myself and and instead of bringing the fire starter tool i'll bring a ghillie net that i can fish with and that was going to be his big advantage and, and and it's like a guy like jordan he knew he knew that he could build a fishing net himself out of like the supply out of the rope that he had so 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 it just goes to show you like 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 jordan was just much more prepared and experienced for this situation I have so this he, list. He, he, he brought he brought the essentials and then knew that oh i can make a net out of this rope if i have to he so. brought a multi-tool which i don't know what that is it's like a leatherman like a like, like, a, leatherman. like a swiss yeah. army knife but he like brought that intense. so that's like what stands out for me frying pan ferro rod multi-tool is something it seems normal, but that's what. Oh, here get fucking Zeb Wells just flashing his bare <laughs> ass into the into the lens. Thank you. So, what, what the fuck are you doing, Zeb? He's like moving furniture. He's like he's like rearranging his, his furniture in his house right now. It is the weirdest what thing. Is going I don't want to know, to be honest. 
I'm so, trying to get comfortable. Oh my god, he's a fucking disaster. So what we just mentioned, Ray, and I think all of us were in some at some point before we fell in love with Jordan, we were all in love with Ray. And so Ray, of course, is the only black dude on the show. And it turns out he is an English major and philosophy minor at University of Oregon. And then he was a police officer in Eugene before he became a fucking search and rescue canine handler, which, of course, is my jam. Wow. And I was, like, in love with him right away. I was like, this dude handling, like, badass working dogs for such honorable activities, saving fellow humans. And I was like, this dude is amazing. I want him to win so bad. He did not. Yeah. He failed badly. And watching him, just watching him get hungrier and hungrier, and that squirrel was hanging out with him. He was kind of talking to it. And then eventually saying, and like he said, he'd been hunting animals his, his entire life. And he said, okay, I'm hungry. I've got to take this squirrel. And then watching him eat the squirrel like nothing's wrong. And then look at the camera and be like, well, you know, I was hungry. It had to happen. Uh, another day, another squirrel. And then just cutting back to him. And he's completely devastated yeah what about because a that day squirrel was his only friend yeah it he, is so good so sad yeah, incredibly he, sad but, but it goes to show you it's like like he probably had like i had my eye on him as, as someone who, who was a contender but because i didn't sense that he would fall apart psychologically so poetic he was like, so poetic like he had yeah, so he, poetic, he, yeah. He, he had a cool vibe going on yeah he, he was like a philosopher sort of and he was always saying these deep poetic things but um but you know, it goes to show you, like he had all the the, the knowledge it took to, to be a contender, but you know, he he'd probably never spent that much time alone before, and like it just it just snapped yeah. him in, snapped him in half really early too. I think he was like in the twenties or maybe 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 made it to day thirty, but it it wasn't too deep in, you know. Like and he was styling; he had a good shelter. He was he had a very know, nice shelter, yeah. and I think it's part of, part of, part of him was a little bit of a static thing that killed him. Like all the people who survived to like the last top four or five. They like were always on the move. Like I never saw Jordan just like sitting and like he was always like, yeah. like I'm gonna put snare, I'm gonna kill a moose, I'm gonna fight this fucking guy. Like he always had like a story happening to him and he was always on the moose, on the move, on the moose. <laughs> and Ray, <laughs> Ray was the saddest guy. Like he was always just like slowly building his shelter, making it very beautiful shelter. And just he had this only one squirrel in mind the whole time. That's not enough to get you through like a winter in Arctic. No. No, like North Pole. Like he had this one squirrel in mind and those squirrels were like trash for Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. I, I mean like like it just keeps on going back to Jordan as just being like the like the guy who knows the strategy. Jordan, if you're listening, it, it, shout out. Cuz it's like I imagine Jordan's been in podcast. situations where he's been stranded in Siberia and you know, like, like, like had to, like, it, it, there was no med check. There was no game show. He was either going to live or die. And so he, he knew, okay, I'm going to start off. I'm going to try and get like, like a moose. I'm going to spend all my energy doing that. If I get that, then I can rely on my other skills to get fish and small game. And I, I mean, like the, the guy had like, like, like a, like an unbeatable strategy. I mean, I'd, it makes me want to watch the other seasons of the show to see the other type of people that win. Um, oops, sorry. You okay? Jay Sorry. just slapped me across the face. <laughs> no, I, I just hit the mic, the the headphone was, cable by mistake. It was mistake. hurtful because it was the first time in 12 years. Usually I slap him. Yes. It's a very, it's very, uh, we'll leave the domestic uh, non abusive relationship, everybody. It's very peaceful and calm. Yeah. <laughs> only mentally. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's only, there's only, there's only tension in the air constantly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, but so, so, 
so Zeb, um, tell us Zeb, who's your favorite? Yeah. Uh, you know, by the end, nice knees. By the way, here's what's what's weird about the show for me is that the first couple of week, the first couple of weeks that they're there. I have my favorites. I have people I like. I have people I don't like. I have people I, I flat out don't want to win. But then once once it gets to about 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 day forty, uh-huh. it's like I just don't care. I I want everybody to win. Like Aww. I don't. I I like them all. It's like you've if you've made it forty days out there, you have my respect. You have yeah. my admiration. It's like I. It's really hard for me because I'm rooting for everybody. That's that's very altruistic of you. But we had a. Like once Ray was a goner, I mean, again, so sad. I could listen to his profound psychedelic thoughts like for his ages. Musings, he was yeah. be- beautiful. But once he was gone, we had our eye on Jordan and on Wania. I'm maybe messing up her yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But she, it, she was any great. other season, she's she's the winner of yeah. this uh, of the show. Any other season, it's just Jordan was a freak. He, he was, was a fucking freak. He was he the was Michael Jordan. He was a Michael. Yeah. Nice one, Zach. He was the Michael Jordan. You're hired. Jordan. You're hired. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, like, also, it's like it's nice to know if I were Renia, right? Like, it's nice to know she got out of the shit. She like looked back. She's like, it's not like I lost by a day. This guy would uh-huh. have outlived me by another <laughs> right. 300 days. Like, yeah. there's, right. it's not like she was not the weird guy who kept saying my wife is going to show up here. Like, there was a guy yeah. who every time they had medical checks thought this is the day they tell him he won yeah, towards he, the end. The, it was the, very sad. The, 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 that's definitely something that, like, people going on the show should think about is, like, you can't, like, I don't feel, I don't think Jordan, like, was, no. he, like, purposely not focusing on, like, when the end is going to be, because if you're just, if you're just thinking right around the corner is the end of the journey, yeah, yeah. that you'll drive you yourself insane, and, and, like, every time yeah. the, the helicopter comes, he's like, is it over, is it over, like, is my wife going to be there, and it, it's, like, that's natural to feel that way, but, like, Jordan had a way of car- compartmentalize it and realize, like, um, you know, like, I, I can't think in, in those types of terms because it'll drive me insane eventually and also he won on day 77 or plus minus a couple of days and he had told his wife apparently before he left he's like dude it's gonna be minimum 90 days i've read about it yeah yeah yeah. so he he was like i so he was ready he was like he's like it's another like at least couple of weeks three weeks that i have to be here so he wasn't like even preparing to leave and so there of course therefore it was more shocking when his wife did arrive and he realized that he won and he wasn't like in bad shape he picked up a giant like backpack with instruments and like carried it to the plane it wasn't like they carried him out like like they did most people which is carried out by like seven yeah like on a stretcher like like he was lifting shit i I mean he like lifted shit he like rolled around with the wife and the remember he backed like like a 20 pound fish like an hour before the chopper came and he was like he was munching you know he's like i better eat this so i make weight i I mean he does have like a voice that is very memorable how would you it, it kind of questioned like his origin and his. Yeah, he reminded me of like kind of, kind of. I mean, he's got uh, one of those weird like, like it almost seems like that, like it's a dim-witted voice, you know. But Jordan, like, if you're listening, but we, at no point did we think you are dim-witted. No, I'm no, actually but, gonna insta him. This but 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 but, but like his his voice has that kind of like 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 low 
frequency kind of like like dum-dum sound to it on initial uh uh the initial experience assessment um but but uh, but he's obviously a very wise intelligent guy you know like but but he's he's got that it's kind of like a canadian like hillbilly type type. i i was convinced he was from canada iowa i think he's north idaho yeah yeah. idaho sorry same shit to me but i know it's different which is basically canada right that's what i was saying before it's it's like that it's like that northern united states that wisconsin north dakota minnesota you know like like it kind of bleeds into the canadian dialect a little bit and um, yeah i was go ahead i was watching uh a podcast somebody was interviewing him and why didn't you listen to it did you watch the screen the whole time Oh yeah, it was uh, Rogan's podcast. So uh, I was watching it. The video podcast. Video cast. Yeah, the video podcast, and he was talking about how he was growing up, and when he got to be about, I don't even know if he was out of high school, but his big brother just came home one day and said, "Hey, do you know that you can like hop on these trains yeah. and nobody, these freight trains, and nobody, <laughs> uh, nobody knows you can just go anywhere you want in the country?" And he was like, "Really?" And he just ran. And they hopped on the train and took off. And he said, after that, it's just like that sense of freedom. He he couldn't get enough of it, and which eventually led him to Russia, which led him to Siberia, he, yeah. living with reindeer. Yeah, farmers. because I, I think he had like a broken knee, and so his brother was like, "There's one way you can move around for free." Uh, and it sounds like he like always injures himself whenever he wherever he goes. But I have to give him like it's crazy to go to live with Evenki. Like I'm from Siberia, but those are, like people up north, like. That is hardcore shit because, I mean, they have, like, probably one of the harshest environments on Earth, of course. And then, like, of course, it doesn't help them to be, like, a national minority, like, ethnic minority in Russia. So they're already, like, deprived of different rights, probably. But he's just, like, hanging out. There's, like, Insta videos of him just, like, running around these days, like, as we speak, spending whatever the leftover from his $500,000 win with his wife, three kids, and Evenki is running, like just like nailing like reindeers that's like what he's been up to i think like that's where he's (laughs) at yeah he like the show the show alone is kind of like to him like disneyland he's like oh cool i get to do this awesome thing it's not like a challenge to him as much as it's like it's just like a fun like way that he likes to live his life it's it It was like he was just taking a film class basically yeah 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 exactly and he just got to go he just got to go learn how to use those cameras yeah well that will well, well, which is the whole conversation itself yeah funny you should mention that zeb because when we watched the show i saw a credit of of this guy zach green um as an executive Shout producer out. and uh he's he's a buddy of mine i used to work with him on all the uh mark burnett reality shows and he he actually started off it, it, it basically like alone is Zach's show. Like he like created it and like like got it off the ground and everything. And he, uh, uh, I haven't seen him in years, so I had no idea. But like he got his start on Survivor um, as like a PA. Like on Survivor, they call him the Dream Team. And uh, like the Dream Team are like a bunch of kids, like eighteen-year-old kids. Most of them are Australian, but they're like they're just like crazy PA kids, and they do everything. They they lift stuff. They they do everything that a PA normally does, and then they also will compete in the challenge. Challenges. Um, they kind of like act as stand-ins. So you, you, you'll you'll rehearse a challenge where they're like whatever, throwing coconuts through holes or whatever, and they win points. And and so like the dream team stand in for the for the for the cast of Survivor, and they um and and, and you kind of do a test run with them. And then the other funny thing, uh, a, a little a little uh, piece of Survivor knowledge is that the, like 
if you if you watch Survivor, they have these like amazing helicopter shots, like while they're they're doing some canoe race challenge or something, and there's like helicopters swooping over the water and like getting shots of everybody. And if you watch it, if you're like have a filmmaking uh, edge to you, you're, you're sort of like where where are the other cameras? Like where, like they, they show these amazing shots. You're like where's the crew? Like how is this being filmed? Because uh-huh. the cut, answer is the, the, the answer is that they they the dream team these PAs they dress them up like the survivors and after the after the challenge has already been f- filmed like 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 that's all done for that's, <laughs> that's all crazy. done for real like 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 live and 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 that's not faked or anything but then they'll take the the dream team dress them up and recreate certain moments of the game that are really dramatic and shoot that with a helicopter like a couple of days later and so wow. so I so, would give uh, away like super crazy stuff they're going to get no, sued for no 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 that, that that that's that's common knowledge or at least I've I've said it on couple podcasts before so so you'll be sued by <laughs> so, different so so, so 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 nothing new there but zach started off doing that and then he became a producer he was one of the great reality producers that i worked with when i was doing that genre um and uh and yeah so 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 what i was what i i contacted zach and i got him to um i asked him some questions about how they do the show and my main question was like how do they um how do they record like 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 because these are obviously survivalists, but there's no crew around. Like they're, they're not That's hiding. That's the crazy camp. part when you start watching the show. Yeah. You're like, where's wh- who? Yeah. Are they completely alone and they getting decent shots? And of course, I had to get a fucking earful of that from Jay Hunter because that's all he wants to know. <laughs> that's all I want to talk about is how they shot it. But they, but like but but so you know, it, the whole show is shot. Um, with the exception of like B-roll shots, like beauty shots, and then the shots when they come to the uh-huh. med checks and stuff, uh, where, where you actually see part of the crew, like like the cameraman aggressively running up to them. But like like other than that, the other ninety eight percent of the show is all filmed from the contestants themselves. And so I asked Zach, I was like, how? Because they pull it off pretty well. And, and and I and I asked him like like do you guys put them through like a like a training or something? He said yeah like they do like a like kind of like a like a week or two of like schooling of how to use the cameras and uh, you know what 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 to do if this thing goes wrong or whatever. And they're constantly resupplying them with batteries and tapes. But 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 my main question was like how like I'm just impressed that these like amateur filmmakers are able to record stuff that's so good. And he's like yeah he's like you know we spruce it up and post as best we can. But he said that they the way to get on the show is the people have to submit like a tape of themselves. Oh. You know so 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 he was kind of like yeah these people like we pick them based on their skills and everything and their personality. But they are already they know how to use cameras. They cut something together like like, like the, 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 that fact that the, that factors into the uh, to the to, sure. to, to the to the to the uh, casting of the show i thought this might have been yeah, yeah. jordan's uh submission tape but i don't know what i'm watching so i won't know uh, i'll look at it later but uh but it's crazy so okay so we there's different ways to lose on the show one way is we discussed you get your your house just goes on fire and it, <laughs> you 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 might be thinking like that's one way jordan could have in theory been taken out right like if you think about yeah, it like yeah because he have everything under control, and maybe, of course, big part of Jordan's knowledge maybe is that his house would be very unlikely to go on fire. But it was like a very common thing, like constantly. Somebody would be eating like a squirrel. All of a sudden, a whole thing is on fire. Two seconds later, yeah. And so one guy I lost. Think that yeah. The longer it goes, too, I think that you have those fires in your shelter, which of course you do because it's freezing. You'll die if you don't. But then as they keep going, they're like covering the shelter with, with soot. And so the longer the show goes, the more the more it just becomes a big piece of charcoal that can go up at any second. It's crazy. 
Yeah. When it, that guy's finally did go up, the one that the one that uh, finished the Fire Masters guy, ironically, it really went up. Yeah. 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 No, it goes up. I, I mean, but I, I was also a little critical of how those shelters were built. Like, like I, I, I think that. You know, because there was a, what was it? Nikki started a fire in her shelter, and then the the, the fisherman fire dude start, like you know like like bowed out because he set his thing on fire. I don't know. It, it felt like like there was like too much of a lean to roof, like 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 the, like the roof came too low over the fire zone. And it's like if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, you got to put rocks or some kind of heat shield, you know? Because like yeah, after two months, it, it's just gonna it's just gonna carbonate like carbonize like the whole fucking roof, and it's just gonna you know like like one you know, little I, spark will go go up and. Freeze. I don't feel comfortable critiquing anyone's shelter, Jay, and I and I'm shocked that you do. <laughs> well, no, because like like for instance, like you know Jordan's shelter. Uh, I mean, that Wonia's was never shel- even the problem, right? Like Jordan's shelter. Like it was never like oh Jordan built like a shitty shelter. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it's just basic common sense like, like 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 don't have your roof like come at low elevation over where the flames of the fire are going to be because just it's just going to cook the shit over time um you know unless you're going to treat the logs or something I, I remember i think wonia and jordan both shaved the bark off their logs right so so that i think that had something to do Wonia with it. was like, so handy yeah, yeah. yeah like, she like, had like layers of all different material like for her she was freaking amazing you know what who i don't feel bad talking shit about tim the first guy who got God. Uh, that was so. That Tell us that what is, happened. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm a writer and I'll write comedy sometimes, and that is just the funniest version. I know it's terrible. I wouldn't wish what happened on anyone. If you're listening, Tim, but to have, but sorry, but to have someone just like if you were writing a comedy script, you would have someone. Talking as much shit as possible about <laughs> how the much oldest guy, right? He was kick. like in his fifties. You, you, yeah, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would have them. You would have them have put on twenty five pounds of weight just to do the show, <laughs> and then you would have them name the hunting trail they're going to start hunting on after their grandkids, and then you would have them instantly shatter their legs. Day four. <laughs> Day That's exactly four. what happened. I mean, how bad? And he talks shit about other people that, like, you know, probably briefly met in a helicopter or maybe, like, during some rehearsals. Uh-huh. But he was like, some people here are just basically, like, he didn't say, like, hippies, but that's what he meant. Like, they are talking, yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. the Mother Earth and, yeah. like, talking to the trees. He's like, I ain't doing it. He's like, I'm just going to get big game and I fucking gained all this yeah, weight. I'm and all that weight, the moment yeah. he, like, gained all this weight, the Mother, the mother Earth is, like crack like he was on the flat surface too he wasn't like climbing up like a it, cake. It, it was like a scree field it was like little tiny rocks like 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 but but it wasn't like he fell four feet he was just walking slowly and then just collapsed like like, like his weight shifted in one way and it just fucking yeah. ripped his knee apart or whatever <laughs> like, it, 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 like when, when you're watching it happen you're kind of like oh he stumbled there and he's like oh i broke my knee yeah. in half oh my god no, yeah my uh, my knee my leg went backwards the wrong way. It's yeah completely dead. and it's crazy because done. mother earth kept everybody in check and like you had to be respectful of her oh, like yeah. and that's kind of like how i remember siberia like you just like you are always men against nature there even if you think you're men against man men against yourself you really are living the story of men against nature because just the conditions are yeah. so harsh and i'm sure if you go with the venkis it's even harsher so in this similar way this north pole situation like the moment somebody says something like positive or they're like victory camp that's like the day you know they're gonna call 
the producers and say, get yeah. me out of here. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the guy was like, he was like hugging the tree. Me, like, let me talk to the spirit of the tree. Like, 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 fun like, of it. like these <laughs> dumbass hippies are doing <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, forest spirit. Like, will you help me get yeah. a deer today or whatever? And then, the, then like the, and the, then, the yeah, the, then the spirit <laughs> of the forest fucking snapped his leg in half. It was awesome. It was, it was great. And if it's beautiful, produced, poetic then beautiful production. But I feel like four days, it was just enough time to really make, you know, that re- it's a real, it sounds like a real story. No, 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 no. I mean, that's the only thing about Alone that's really cool is because a lot of reality shows or like unscripted shows are cooked. You know, like there's always a producer yeah, meddling yeah, with yeah. shit or, or, or like, yeah. or, you know, it, it, like very few reality shows are actually filmed real. Like I, we did the episode on Kitchen Nightmares and, and I, I can tell you that, you know, firsthand that that was real, even though, even though it could have been cooked completely, it was 100% real. And like Alone is. 110 percent real because it because it, it's just like there's there's no crew like there's no you know the, the the you know it's not objective filmmaking because they're interacting with a camera and everything it's not like they're just it's just fly on the wall of observation um but but like there's no other person interacting with them to fuck it up you know it's it's like cer- certainly them trying to get a certain shot uh, you know affects their their fate in some way you know like they might put the tripod over here and then miss the animal that ran away while they're putting the yeah, tripod yeah. up or whatever but like but still it's 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 a pretty like pure uh, uh, truthful reality show, which I really appreciated a lot. Of. So we talked about Tim who cracked on day four, uh, and he like wanted to be. By the way, just one more thing about this guy. Like a few other guys, he was talking a lot about I want to come back as a hero to my family. And the moment you say mm-hmm. that out of your face, that's when you get God. Like it's not a good thing yeah. to say like I'm here for this selfish reason. Because the moment you are like you like you feel like you deserve to win or you feel like I'm the one who needs to win more than others, which I don't even think Jordan needed to win more than others. But it that's like when, you know, the fate, the the Jack London type landscape teaches you that that's not how fucking how it works and neither yeah, does it in I, life. And I also, it, it's those ego reasons that seem to not be able to sustain people. It gets them a certain length, but it, I, it never really, I don't think it usually gets them over the hump. I think that's a good point that a lot of the guys that were talking like that would eventually leave because they said, Oh my, I'm away from my family. They need, they need me. I'll go by, I'll be the hero by quitting and going home. Yeah. You know, it it never ended up being a strong enough feeling to keep them to the end. That's I like that. Yeah. So it kind of gives them the push in the beginning, but then they like fizzle out. And so it figures out, but if people have like more of a calm relationship, calm relationship and to, to and nature, it seems to last longer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like Jordan is all about resilience, kind of like a chill resilience, not like the stoic resilience, more of just like laid back resilience, of course, mm-hmm. experience and then innovation. And he was always like, like coming up with new shit. So we talked about like Tim who broke his knee on day four. Uh, from Texas. We talked about Nathan, who is the fire instructor who set himself on fire. Um, <laughs> we talked about the girl who kept cutting herself, Nikki. We talked about Ray, who is the philosopher, and of course, Jordan, the winner. And then there's the sort of the what the fuck just happened, Barry. Does everybody remember Barry who left because he was too bored on the show? Uh oh. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was that, he, that, he was like the military guy, right? Yeah, he he. I I, I love. Speaking of shelters, he had one of the most superior shelters. Like like yeah. you know, it had a tall roof and everything. Like I I was. Barry was funny because yeah, he was just basically bored. Like 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 I mean, <laughs> it, it, it seemed like like. 
like he wasn't falling apart psychologically. He he was just sort of like, yeah, this sucks. I'm bored. I'm not gonna do this. But like he he was together. It wasn't because he was suffering at all. He was he had his shit going really well. It's very strange. Yeah, there, yeah, there was a, a military guy in season two as well who kind of fell to the same fate, and uh, he was saying that he he had all these survival skills going into the show. And so he thought he could do really well, but he did the same thing. Like he, after he had been there long enough to prove that he could do it, he just couldn't stay any longer. It, it, the, the thrill of it was gone. He said in the military, you're trained to survive, but like you're going towards something. You're yeah. never, there's no training in the military to, to sit on a mountain for a year it's always like get somewhere and i think for jordan there was joy he knew there was like one day he'll yeah. see his wife and kids but he was just embracing that for some time he's going to be there a long guy a long guy in the fucking yeah. forest and just trying to find fat to yeah. not he, waste away he's living in the present not in the future and like it's not a goal like to jordan i, I feel like it's more of a way of life survival as opposed yeah. to a challenge to overcome you know, and, and so, so it's, it's like, like the military guys you're saying are more goal oriented. It's like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's like you do this objective or you fail at it and then you move on to a new objective as opposed yeah. to this just like never ending, um, tunnel that you're just traveling towards. Well, it is ending. You know? There's just no end in sight. Yeah. Right? No, you no know? end in sight. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> because Barry was a very interesting character because they introduced him like, honestly, like maybe episode two. Honestly, maybe episode three. It was like, oh, wait, there's Barry. Because Barry was super uh -huh. together. Like, he was super, like, fine. Like, he, like, built stuff. He was, like, I mean, he didn't catch him moose, but he was good with snares. He always had enough meat and fish going on. There was not even, like, a lot of footage of Barry because Barry was so uneventfully okay yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah. yeah well, right. you, you know you know the other thing i asked zach another question about about how they shoot alone and you know because i'm sitting there i'm like you guys have rules about like you have to like to if you're a contestant on the show you have to deliver a certain amount of footage or whatever and he's like no he's like there's no rules he's like it, they're basically you know told a lot in pre-production like you're here to make a tv show this is a tv show so you gotta yeah, shoot yeah, 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 but yeah. but but he's like he's like some people shoot a lot and she, he's like some people don't shoot a ton and like some people you know like, like don't turn in a lot of footage and he's like and then they don't get on the show that much he he, uh -huh. he basically said it, it was simple as that it's like obviously sometimes they're omitting stuff in the edit and and and, and you know like cutting scenes out or whatever and, mm -hmm. and 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 doing the editorial process but but he was like yeah if you don't shoot a lot of stuff you're not gonna be in the show like <laughs> you're, you're gonna pop up and yeah. then you're gonna go away but i think they have a requirement like when they they have to film themselves while they're making the call to to to, to bow out like like that's a requirement like you better yeah yeah, do that. yeah but um, now is 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 that there the entire length of the show like are they all just hanging out in base camp like yeah the, the, figuring stuff out I, I believe so I think I think they take turns you know because there's a couple EPs and like so like they'll, they'll come back executive and, producers and, and, if you don't uh, know what that is and, and you're in yeah, Russia they'll they'll, uh, they'll they'll take turns that they'll go to you know like like someone will stay at the base camp for a few weeks and they'll get to fly home and see their family and stuff and deal with post-production and you know so like but but there's there's basically there are producers there and like a camera team of professional you know like cameramen to to do um uh b-roll and like beauty shots and always be ready to to, to shoot them if they're gonna bow out right because they'll get they'll get a moment's notice and they have to suit up and fly out so there's all there is like a base camp of production people 
So just to go back back quickly to Barry. Barry, so he's a self-defense instructor, right? The guy who just got bored. And he's a crap uh-huh. guy and Brazilian <clears throat> jiu-jitsu guy. And he has a wife and four kids. And even like in this like little letter that they put on the website, like written before, like a little bio written before they even get on the show, he was saying like he's he was already upset that he's leaving his wife and four children behind. Uh-huh. Like he's already it's foreshadowing. No, like yeah. he's like the opportunity to be on alone is a dream come true for Barry, but he'll be leaving behind his lovely wife. All the wives are very lovely, by the Wait, way. Was Barry the one that had the wife in the wheelchair too? Yeah. yeah. Which, which doesn't mean anything. Relax. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying like, no, no, that, that, that was one of the reasons why he left. Cause he, he felt guilty. He was like, he was like, I'm here doing this fucking show and like my wife's like in a wheelchair like dealing with her kids like i gotta get out of here like yeah he, like he, he, he like that was part of his decision yeah because he, had, you see, he says he's like wife and four children including his newborn daughter and i can imagine if you have a newborn kid right he probably wanted to be with her yeah but jordan levin then walked around flashing his you know beautiful wife my lovely wife i talked to you my like he was very okay like fine with everything and so it's it's funny that like the people who were like really much love their wives i mean i really questions jay's relationship to me like watching the show (laughs) because i never seen him in any context refer to me with such adoration and putting me on a pedestal that's because people are losing their minds they're out they're out in the wilderness they're starving to death they're losing their minds and also they're not winners like 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 the one guy who didn't do that was jordan because he's a winner because he compartmentalizes it and is like i can't think like that i can't just obsess over home i like i'm here to survive and once i finish surviving i get to go home and 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 it wasn't like this pining for like for their home life i mean i mean like because that that's like a little it's like a little worm in this kind of scenario in the survival scenario that's like a little worm that burrows itself into your head and drives you insane you know so like you you okay and i think this is a good time to take a little step aside and say which at which what episode in your life came to you the closest to being in that space and maybe like you know maybe it wasn't like surviving in the wilderness if there is a surviving in the wilderness story then i freaking welcome it because I think I know what it is for Jay in the recent history, but I'm sure he has a better story than what I think it is. Um, <laughs> what are you so, saying? What are you saying? When right you now? went to Vancouver to shoot a show, you were acting like Barry. I was acting like Barry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, I, but that was a survival that little, situation. But you that let that little worm. So yes, Jay yes, went yes. to shoot it very comfortably to shoot a show in beautiful country of Canada, Vancouver, yeah. and that's kind of the attitude you had yeah i was bummed out i like i missed home i missed you and i missed the 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 farm as we say the all the animals that live in the house basically dogs and cats our little children our little farm children and uh yeah no i was no no i mean yeah for sure i was i was bummed and i was just kind of like oh this sucks i want to go home but um but that certainly wasn't a survival situation but it was like i I, I get what you're saying it's like a little worm that's burrowing in your head and kind of kind of spoils you a berry or are you a jordan i'm a i'm a jordan for sure um (laughs) Because I'm because I'm gonna win the game and survive. Well, do you have a survival story then that, that you came close to that desperation? No, 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 no. But I, I, when I went to the the mountain climbing survival camp in in Colorado when I was a kid, we went on. I, I always did the because like you would do a series of trips. You'd maybe do like a bunch of. You know, like one trip would be a week long and you do a bunch of 14,000 foot peaks, you know, as part of the trip, you'd hike up three different mountains and then come back home and regroup and then go on like a horse trip or something. It was like every week was a different trip. And if you did the survival training, you, you, 
you, you know, you have to go like do it in tiers. So like survival 101 basically was like like a three day trip where you had one night where you s- spent solo by yourself. And then the, the if you want to do survival two, you know, like like I think it was three days and then the longest one was five days. Um, and and I, I did all three of those. And so I've been alone for five days before but like it wasn't a sur- lad it wasn't like a survival situation really? in terms of yeah like it, it wasn't like a survival you had situation. all the tuna you could eat yeah we had food and stuff it was basically just being alone and like the counselors would drop you off kind of a la like alone and you, you you'd have one little area where you know the counselor knew that's where your tent was they kind of leave you be and they come in and check on you from afar like you know like once a day or so but when you're peeing but but um and, and i always knew like where to go if something bad were to happen like you had like a rendezvous point or whatever where the counselor was staying but like yeah five days alone five nights alone um what but, about you zeb any stories well i remember in high school once i got really depressed so I went to the mountains I was gonna go find myself so but I I just went for one night and I got I just got really drunk and I started (laughs) screaming yelling and screaming at this tree um by myself much like Tim yeah challenging it to a fight and then you know the next morning packed up my stuff and went home and then somehow Someone else from high school had been camping with an earshot of the camp and they heard the entire <laughs> fight. They heard the entire Wait. fight with the tree. So when I, how, so how when did I got home. How did you find out there was another person? They, I what? wish they recorded it back then. That I was know. Not a thing. God, I would pay so much money for that footage. Yeah. If you are. No, when there. I got home, it was, they were like, I was a senior and they were, uh, they were some underclassmen that I was friendly with. And uh, I, I, you know what? I had seen them and said hi to them on my way into the camp. But they were like pretty far away. And so when I got to school on Monday, everybody was talking about uh, how crazy I was and that I, <laughs> that I got into a fight with Were you ostracized and, and that uh, pushed you towards moving no, to Los Angeles? No, you know, it was, like, it, it was like a net neutral. There was no gain and no loss. It was just a lot of eyebrow raising. I don't feel like I was elevated or, uh, or burned down. Yeah, well, I, 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 I mean, for me, survival in New York for eight years was pretty similar, I guess. To survival yeah. in general, uh, <laughs> survival with the Venkies uh, by myself. But it's pretty much the same thing: living in Manhattan and living with the Venkies. Yes, uh, being be. uh, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of similarities. The Big Apple is what they call it, mm-hmm. right? Alphabet City. Alphabet City. That's yes. where Zeb lives. Yes, coming to New York. Uh, the only Zeb calls it Alphabet City. Uh, coming to New York uh, at 19th from Siberia, yes, by yourself is a challenge, but. What I'm here to say is that I rescued Jay and I once in the actual fucking wilderness, and he doesn't want to bring it because oh, he, yeah, ra- he right. erases no, no, all the. I, I yeah no no I I yeah you should tell the story. It's a good story. Well, let's you, see how you remember. You want me to tell the story? Okay, yeah. so we, we we were we went backpacking. We were gonna go for with like Spoon, seven with days with uh, with with our young young Mr. Spoon, and we went up to into Oregon. Uh, near Bend, Oregon, like uh, I think it was called Three Sisters Mountains or something, and and uh, we went up there. We were gonna do like a like a five or seven day trip. I can't remember. It was it was a serious trip though. And we went in, and there was like a huge fire <laughs> that was like like. I don't know. So we're high up in the mountains, and we're, then we're in high alpine, which is like above the tree line. Like like it's 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 very high up there, and the um, 
the winds change and this like forest fire I mean it was a gigantic fire and smoke yeah it, it, like, like, like smoke. The, the, the winds wow. changed and blew all the smoke into us so we were just in this pristine up uh, like high alpine wilderness and then all of a sudden it was like Mordor it was like you couldn't see like 10 <laughs> feet ahead of you covered in smoke it was pretty wild and and, and like all, there was no water up there and so we started <clears throat> looking for the way out like um, I, I can't remember what exactly we were looking for the way out or just for the guy who is like the whatever the fucking forest man we, 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 <laughs> we, we were trying to just find like an area with water and uh, and we just trying to give out, get out of the smoke stuff and yeah. we kept getting lost so Jay would just take us further into the wilderness further into the wilderness <laughs> like we're not this is not it and th we're getting further away from we're not recognizing anything and I remember uh, at some point after circling <clears throat> and circling I said I see we have, to, we have to go left and we just stay here and we'll run into that guy who is the forest ranger yeah. which we did we locked out there and he yeah. quote unquote saved us but it was definitely getting pretty smoky out there and we got the hell out That's of there scary. yeah it was bad no you had a good sense of direction and got us out of that predicament which is um, funny because normally scary. I don't have sense of direction I know, it was walking like, down the street it was just one of those flukes where suddenly <laughs> you knew where the hell to go um, yeah isn't it it seems so weird how quickly things can change how it can just be a normal day out there in nature I think this show there's a lot of things like that too like it's just someone doing some light carving and suddenly they've cut themselves and they might have to leave or you didn't look at a rock. I think that's what a lot of the contestants say or a lot of outdoorsmen say that it's all about humility and not getting cocky at all. Yeah, that, out that, in nature. that's why it's so satisfying for that the guy, the first guy that bowed out when he broke his knee because he was just like a <laughs> cocky asshole and he he was going at it like like I'm gonna conquer this wilderness and there's no yeah. no respect for chaos and no respect for like all the fucked up shit that can just is out of your control. You know, he was he was just he was trying to to manhandle it too much and so so satisfying to see that person get taken down. There um, were three yeah. women, right, in the show. It's so weird because in the website, it only has... It was Nikki, Michelle, and Wonia, right? Michelle, Nikki... Yeah, Wonia, for some reason, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no. <clears throat> yeah. Michelle didn't do half bad either. No, yeah, she was she was doing good. Like the the, the I mean, even Nikki. I mean, I was kind of surpri surprised. Like she. Oh, Nikki did great. She, Nikki she, did great. Yeah. She was very solid. Like I mean, it was obviously you know the producers are probably like just high fiving each other. And the, the 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 third time she stabbed herself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or when oh, she wow. set her when, when she set her, her her house on fire. Almost <laughs> it was like like what a disaster. The, the whole time I even oh go ahead. Even when she set her house on fire the intensity with which she with which she put it out like she is hardcore she was she was constantly like doing stuff that was kind of funny but then proving herself afterwards like she, she yeah, was she using stabbed bare herself, hands but she, i think to like take out the fire like she just like with bare yeah hands, she, she was took reaching a in there and put it away and pulling it apart and then put it back together she was she's not a joke no and Wainia, i guess out of all people this is very interesting she out of her 10 items, so the Wainia was the handy lady who was number two, came number two. She actually had emergency ration. So you can have emergency ration mm -hmm. as one of uh, your 10. Yeah, yeah the, 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 there was a lot of, like, like I was looking at the list of what they're allowed to bring in, like, some of the items, it was, like, two pounds of rice. And then, like, you can get, like, a salt lick, like a big block of salt. And, and, and yeah. like, obviously no one picks those things because they're, they're kind of, like, she wacky. Did, but, but, yeah, I guess she, I guess she, got, she got her emergency rations. Um, it was interesting when she was done because it seemed like she could just tell that her body was starting to eat itself in an unhealthy way and just kind of made a calm 
I like how she said it. She said like she had asked enough of her body and because well, for a while to, she was uh, fine, right? Like for a while yeah. she was totally fine. She's like, I'm not losing weight. She's like, I'm not having lost because a lot of fear comes from am my medical check gonna go okay or are they gonna tell me yeah. to get out at the very end? So that's what was Jordan mostly concerned with, like killing like predators and like hunting for fish under ice. Uh, it's to get extra fat because apparently if you eat protein only, which was which moose is. You're not gonna you make it. Yeah, yeah, like low fat yeah. protein. Like I guess like some animals will have like more fat in their muscle tissue, so it's like you can just eat that. You know, like a deer is probably like that, but like I guess a moose, most of their fat is is like what was it? It was kidney fat that he had the whole canister of that that the um, so. that the wolverines first yeah. stole from or him. Liver so, so so how heartbreaking was that? Both those times his fat got stolen. That was just so heartbreaking. Yeah, but but like I just love watching Jordan deal with that because because he's like oh shit he's like damn it that sucks but he's like okay now what do i do as opposed to uh-huh. just flipping out and just and just getting all you know frustrated for no reason he's not expelling any extra energy he was just kind of like okay here so i fixed this problem now i gotta build the structure to put my my food higher and, and build a ladder i mean like like, like again like it, it he's like a true survivalist as a lifestyle rather than as like a as like a parlor trick you know he like like he he has the skills that can that can will allow him to survive indefinitely in like in a harsh environment well even when he was getting mad he wasn't really getting mad he's like oh this i'm mad at this animal at this wolverine she stole my fat she stole my fat she stole my fat but like but he wasn't like really mad he was like a dad getting mad it's like your dad like he was always making dad jokes and like like not really mad like like he didn't have a desperation. Like for example, the guy that was like third that left. Remember who? Wah! Like a like a uh-huh. kind of one that shot. Like he's falling on his knees and he screams at the sky. Oh yeah, that that guy snapped. Uh, uh, he 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 was the first one I think to get taken out for medical reasons, or maybe yeah. after Nikki. He he his he. he it was funny to watch that guy's progression. I can't oh, I can't remember yeah. his name. It was like that guy. It was like Matthew or something. Na- yeah. Nathan. Yeah, maybe it was Nathan. He he had kind of blondy hair. He had a full character arc. Yeah, and and he he was one of the first people we saw in the show. They, like, introduced him in the beginning, so you're thinking, like, oh, maybe he's one of the winners. I I liked how they they cut the show, too, because you never really knew... They weren't telegraphing that like this is the star of the show. Like it, yeah. it was kind of Game of Thronesy, where it was like, yeah, this is the star now, and then they're gone, and then here's the other people. Like it, uh-huh. they, they, they they didn't really like. I, I, like they didn't telegraph anything. Yeah, I was st- I was like still questioning whether it was going to be Jordan like up until like the last couple episodes because I'm like they're, they're, they're like like. They're, they would have cut the season differently if that was the case. But um, I swear uh-huh. to God, I don't know which guy it was, but yeah, it was might have been. I feel like Nathan is the guy who went on fire, like, uh, and he had to. Oh, Nathan's the fisherman who's got set on fire. You, you're yeah. talking about the other guy. He he was um, I can't remember his name, but he he had kind of blondy uh, hair. He, he was kind of like a thick. Wait, set maybe guy. we got Barry and Brady mixed up earlier. Barry and Brady. Oh. Because I think it might be Barry who were who were talking yeah. about the guy that no, you're the right. Guy that lost it. Yeah, Brady was the guy that yeah. that, that bowed out because he was bored. Oh. So so. So we're gonna have to redub this whole thing. Oh man! Well, Zeb, there's gonna be some ADR sessions. I hope you're available (laughs) the next couple weeks. Whatever, guys, you you get you get the story. Barry, Barry is the self. No, Barry is the self. That's the that's Barry. We're just checking our facts. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You were correct. Uh, 
We don't know who was the person no, no, screaming no. at the end. No, that it's Barry. Like like Zeb's Barry cracked. Barry was screaming. Yeah. Oh, because then there's Brady. Oh my yeah. God, guys. This is what Zeb just revealed to us five seconds ago. Yeah, no, I understand. But for me, there's still like look. A lot of white men look the exact same to me. That's true. You have like white man face <laughs> blindness. Yeah, which is good. They it happens in it. movies all the time. We'll be watching a movie and she'll, she'll be like, she'll be like wait, who's that guy? I'm like, that's Tom Hanks. And, and she's like, no, Tom, that's Tom Cruise. I'm like, no, no, that's Tom not, Hanks. That's ridiculous. I'm like, that's very clearly a very famous person named Tom Hanks. There's definitely at least a handful of famous white <laughs> male celebrities that I feel like are the same person. Yeah, she's, like, I cannot yeah, see. face blindness for whiteies. But, um, but anyway, Brady or Barry, both of you did okay. But whoever, whichever one of you screamed out there and shook his, their, your fist into the sky that was definitely a very dramatic like a tragedy like a Greek tragedy moment yeah and, and he he went off the deep end really fast like like he, he was traveling he was pretty even keeled and then he's kind of normal he started he was eat, yeah he was eating his moss you remember he was like cooking up he was <laughs> that's co- when you knew the moss. fucked yeah, yeah but but at the same time he was like okay i'm just gonna cook this moss i know it'll live but off the land like, and, and, well, and then like, jordan is eating like fucking fish like smeared yeah. with like wolverine but, fat but he was also in his he was the guy that kept on saying like like any day like my wife's gonna be walking off that helicopter so he <laughs> victory like victory camp right he had the victory yeah yeah, camp yeah and like at like day 60 uh, he, he was like it's gonna end any day now like i'm i just gotta stay in one more day and so he's like and it was never that close yeah yeah he's just, he's just like limping to the finish line whereas jordan was like Jordan's still, still in, there he was still in like a like a <laughs> nice like sprint you know like he was just he, he had a nice jog going on through the finish line i think towards the end jordan was like just recording like little animals coming to his house to like steal food yeah there was and like a little like, mink or something that, yeah, like a little weasel right. came in he's like hey buddy he's like oh you're gonna steal yeah. my you're stealing my mushroom yeah. okay but he had like so much food that he did not give a shit it yeah. was insane. Yeah. Yeah. But what did you find out that he had? Like you read about it. Like he had, like a massive amount of meat and fish and. Yeah, and he had like even like they didn't reveal, of course, because that would be insane. If like halfway in, they'd be like, "Let's check in with all our contestants." Uh, why? Why Two squirrels. Uh, you know, Barry two f- and a half fish. Jordan, 800 pounds of moose, seven squirrels, which is basically what he had at the end when yeah. they like told him he won, and seven fish. Like, and he, a wolverine, like, too. And a wolverine he, that he, he hasn't even touched. He just yeah. like, so like they, like, he had like refrigerators worth of food. And yeah, I don't even yeah. know how, I really will never know how true, how truly was he close to medically not making it. Because, right, that was the big like, Will he won't he was only if he's gonna pass his medical check and of course we don't know. Yeah, and and do you remember his uh, how he was being at his last medical check where he was he was like trying to snow them he was like yeah, yeah. you know I've just always been really skinny I know it was yeah, yeah. it was I the cutest get, thing ever I actually get stronger the skinnier I get he's like most <laughs> people like they start feeling like bad when they lose weight or I'm like feeling really good I, I feel here. great yeah, I feel yeah. great yeah <laughs> well I mean he's just like he, he was, was gaslighting him them like Jay's been gaslighting yeah. me for twelve years it, 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 it was it yeah. was working though like like because he did, when you compare all the people's med checks you know like at that stage in the game. He does sound and look much healthier. Like everyone else was like had dark circles around their eyes and they were like stuttering and My they poor were just Wainia, completely when she came out in the sky. They're completely in the, in the unstable sun. and like and, and just like stammering mess. And and you know, he, he was just like, Oh, I'm just Jordan, everything's good. Yeah, I'm a little skinny, but no big deal. There's a fish, it looks like me. The the the, the thing that we were we were um anticipating, Zeb, was that like what happens if on the med check day 
both people like 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 the last two people get pulled for medical reasons on the last day and and, and i asked zach oh, that he, he wouldn't tell me because i don't ah. think they, i don't think they've 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 encountered that scenario before but he did say that they they do get checked med checked on the same day so they go oh. and they do they med check all okay. the contestants on the Holy same day because we were wondering okay. if it was you staggered. heard it here first motherfuckers yeah so so <laughs> it, it, it's like um uh that's crazy because i was wondering like when it was only jordan and wainia left what happens if both of them are too skinny yeah, like what happens if Onia and Jordan yeah. get get pulled for medical reasons? Like obviously, in like it would it, one would happen before the other because they've just got one med check team, I would assume. But um, but it introduces like like a strange scenario. Like what would happen if the same day they get or they is get it? Pulled? They, I mean, like I mean, the f then then this, the whole question of if she didn't call, right? If she didn't call, if she just waited, and maybe she would have passed her medical check. Did, did she call? Did, did she call them she in? She called. Oh, I thought she and got pulled. For, I thought she got No, it was strange. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Is like, she's fine. She's fine, and all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? I can't. My like Deb is saying, like, yeah, yeah. my body's just like saying, fuck off. I'm starting to eat internal organs. Yeah, she she pulled herself she for calls. medical reasons. Like, and she calls and she's yeah. like, I'll make it. She makes it a positive thing, which is very cool. She's like, it's like a lesson in life. Like money doesn't mean anything, but the experience and what I learned about myself and the earth and like all that cool stuff. But it is a thing of like, well, what if she didn't call? I'm sure she's asking herself as we speak that same question. Oh, yes. Okay. Only, is there anything knew. else you want to ask me about Siberia Zep that we haven't discussed before? <laughs> Well, were you aware of that tribe up there? And what's what's their story? I thought... I mean, Evenki, yeah, like, it is, like, a thing that you hear. That you're like, oh, Evenki. But I think it's just similar to, like, northern peoples of America and Canada. They just, like, live close to where they can hunt game. Reindeer is, like, their primary source for transportation maybe food and but are they like in a they're in a certain region right because they're yeah. not just like everywhere north. all over siberia no. they're like they're in one area you no know they're not in the north of siberia siberia yeah. is huge so like i'm on the kind of towards the bottom like south of siberia you might say south, the southern part of south siberia Beeria. south like south beach south Beeria. and it's like close to mongolia and china like that's where i'm from so the so event he's ways north. up, yeah, way yeah. up. Didn't you know like a mountain or something that he was nearby though? He was. You? He was definitely hanging out like on Altai at some point, which is like where like for example my best friend, who sh she's still my best friend in Siberia and Kamirova, Kuzbas, like Galina, like she like went there for summer vacation to Altai. So it's oh, like okay. three hours by car. Like that's like where he also lived there, like uh, Jordan at some point. Yeah, yeah. That's that, a lot of a native lot. people live there. I haven't been there. I don't know. Uh, but like that is like where native people more um, like it has more of um, uh, like a tourism situation going on. And I think that's where everybody uh -huh. in Russia during the coronavirus apocalypse is where they go for vacation so they don't have to leave the country. So Altai has been hot. Yeah. yeah. And I'd assume like going I, it doesn't seem like that's a tribe that gives tours. You know, I think if Jordan went up there and lived with them, he pr was probably having to carry his own weight. Oh, yeah. Almost instantly. Oh, no, he's, he's not So he's like, got to be a complete badass. Yeah, he's not like the guy who buys like a $12,000 trip to, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, Ar Arctic or something like that or Antarctic. Uh -huh. Yeah, like will like everybody on the ship eating like chocolate cakes like that's that's exists and that's a thing and people still enjoy that part of like you know growing some 
cojones and like maybe feeling more like they're traveling to places that other people haven't but like i mean i feel like whatever i don't know how jordan got to russia i can only assume, like maybe he'll tell us but like he went there and like he made connections enough that he would go and just hang out with the same people like it's like it's like he likes the tribal lifestyle and why russia i would never know but like he i think he speaks a little bit of russian based on his instagram situation and i don't know if his wife or i don't think she is i think she's american but like like it's just like one of those things he just made friends with this like random culture that's probably very probably one of the most badass cultures yeah, I mean, he said he lived with them for five years. So that's, I assume that's like he's... That's insane. He's living that's with them all year round, like like learning their lifestyle. and just, Like he's essentially played the game of alone five years straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, but just with a few other people. Like like he's he's been practicing yeah. in that same type of like climate and, and just type of region just for... For, for for years so it's like 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 you know for instance when barry at one point barry remember he like ran out of water because his water froze and he had to like go across the ice field to go into the water and so he, he makes himself that's, some like ice that's, shoes that's you know? jack london right and, there like, like he made some uh, ice shoes that just they, they were effective they got him over there with like dying but then then like the, then they showed uh, jordan's doing the same thing with his ice fishing his ice yeah, shoes yeah. They, they, they they look like gucci ice shoes like they're amazing he's made them out of like tree branches like that like like they, they look like luxury ice I think there shoes. was like some like decorations on them like yeah. there was like some like fun <laughs> some flourishes and how about this motherfucker made a fishnet in like two hours yeah yeah like exactly he, yeah like well, it was I, I insane think the difference between his ice fishing and the other guy's ice fishing at the very end of the show says everything it was yeah. just a completely different operation yeah jordan jordan was keeping you know, he was covering the hole so it wouldn't freeze over. Exactly. His net looked better. The other guy was just barely getting a net down. That's in the one there. the other guy was like real talking to himself and like really just he sounded like he was like stage four coronavirus, like which he probably didn't have. But he sounded like really, really sick. Like you felt bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was getting cold. He he he. The fire situation sucked to make a fire by hand rather than sad. with the Flintstone. It was very very upsetting. Yeah, and and, and he, he was just it was it was a harsh environment for him. But yeah, like like again, like 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 Jordan, like that guy's strategy was like I'm just gonna fish the whole time. And like if Jordan had done that, he would have had 400 fish probably. And I mean, like he he would have had like uh, a, had to build a shelter uh, just uh, to keep his fish, right? Like uh, like like. But but instead he was like, no, I'm gonna get the big big game protein and then i'll go to fishing when i have to like later in the game um yeah. you know and I, I for sure he knew how to build a, a fishing net out of out of string like, like he said he learned it. he said he's never done it he, he said he's seen people do it but he's like i don't even really? know how this knot works like he like literally that's crazy that he'd that's, never done it i think before he's he just it. like really <laughs> talented at whatever and, and experienced yeah. at making things with his hands which one year was too but jordan is like a, a different scale and he was like working in this freezing cold probably you know hungry like just like making a fishing net yeah. it, it, in it, the it, arctic it, it brings up a good point which is that like the wonia and jordan were both very handy handy you, you know so fox. so it's like you're only like part of the game is that you're only given 10 items right so like 
you ideally make more items with your you know like 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 they were they were basically you know she was making like the rabbit um uh scarf and everything and like jordan's constantly building and you know making new additional tools to help him with his survival he like he brought exactly what he needed in raw materials so that he could expand his empire as did wonia and i think that that that, that was obviously a game changer as well just just to be able to improvise like like to, to, to yeah, pull sure. shit out of your ass in the middle of the woods and i think he said on uh when coronavirus epidemic started on pandemic and he said like oh like my advice to you people like i think the mad geo or something asked him like how do you survive in the seclusion like by yourself and he's like get keep yourself busy like he said like basically uh -huh. that was like his advice he's like do something with yourself don't let you you know self be bored yeah just keep making fun of his voice yeah Good. Well, you know, um, that, that's why we're here making podcasts during the pandemic, right? Keeping so ourselves learned, busy. Jordan, <laughs> if you're listening, we learned your lesson. Lesson uh, learned. Wow. Wow. The whole new level. I was definitely like in a different place for like a few days afterwards. And I wanted to move and live with Evenki. So I told Jay about that. He thought I wouldn't survive in the non-civilization for <laughs> I, more than 25 it's, it's minutes. It's not that you wouldn't survive, is that you would hate it after like 18 hours. <laughs> I just felt like there's something very pure. Here's the cool yeah. thing about the show, right? Like it really transcends not just reality TV. It transcends like storytelling. It's one of those like yeah, yeah, yeah. things when it really like becomes, you watch a TV show and you're like, this just changed my life. Like I, that's what it felt like for me. Very cute, the kitty yeah. behind you. But it's just for sure. I, you know, it's like I think it's it's like there's a TV like that's when you really like what's fucking power of storytelling. You know, like you enjoy Rick and Morty or whatever for cleverness. But then when it comes to point when there's something else going on that you understand about humanity and human condition and like what is it like being a human being and what's important, just based on like really being engaged watching the show with people like going through those hardships and having realizations about their life. And I mean, that yeah. for that, I'm so thankful, Zach Green, exclamation mark, right? Yes. Yeah, I think it might, it's like, it's a story, but it's, it's, it's like reconnecting with probably the oldest story of all time, for humans at least, which is just trying to feed yourself and stay, uh, stay safe in a world that doesn't necessarily care if you live or die. That's probably like where the oldest stories came from. And so it's just, it's just engaging. It can't not be engaging. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, I was going to mention it before when we were talking about like the hubris of the first guy that bowed out after four days. And I, it, it just immediately, you know, hubris It's like Greek tragedy. And, and you kind of see like, oh, this is like the most basic story is just a person surviving in the wilderness. And so, yeah, of course, these like these like archetypes of storytelling are going to come out because that's where stories came from in the first place. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like yeah. it's like hubris and pride coming back and biting you in the ass. Yeah. And like, you know, like yeah. like, like simple <laughs> yeah. lessons of life of like, you know, like like you, you got to be humble and you have to, you know, live in the present otherwise you'll you'll end up like sowing the seeds of your own doom um and i just kept walking <clears throat> around it was like as if i took a lot of mushrooms and then i what did i bring from this trip and it was like what can i learn from this experience which is so hard right because you usually learn from your own experiences but it was like one of those things maybe i learned or something that confirmed the things that i've learned so far in my life and it was that keeping like light attitude no matter what's happening uh -huh. being prepared uh -huh. 
right? Being prepared, like you, you're only as good as you're prepared. Like you're not gonna come yeah. on the TV show and be a writer if you haven't been writing every day and just like walking into the, in the mist that is the mist of becoming a good writer. So it's like Jordan uh -huh. was preparing for this his whole life, but not because that is the peak of his existence, but because it's a, it's a point in his existence and he's passing through it, but everything to that point A to B definitely made him like the winner, you know? And, and it's like, yeah. I mean, there's just like things like that. And, and yeah, like just like really getting wrapped in your head and starting to analyze everything that I'm the hero of the story and being very resistant to the fact that you may not be the hero of the story. And that's when you really right. get got, like when you realize that you're not the most important important person here and like you shouldn't be even asking am I the most important person here because it's uh -huh. really not about that I mean just shit like that was like constantly coming at me and so for three days I was just like worn out just thinking about it eating and sleeping and thinking about it it's intense it takes a lot out of you like we tried that we were obsessed with it so we'd watch like several a night but it's like it runs you ragged like because you're you just get yeah. so involved with the people's suffering and struggling that you you know it like rub it can't help but rub off on you as a viewer um, it's a damn good I show. I think it's a good show, and to to what you were saying, Sasha, it's just a good show to watch and see what bubbles up in your in your thoughts, you know, because it does make you confront a lot of things about being human. Great, and uh, before we wrap up, we'll do the thing that we do, which is rate the show against another show. And Jay is gonna act like he has no fucking idea what we're talking about, even though he's been a guest on this podcast at least seventeen times. No, I think I remember what this part of the show so is. So I'll do. I'll give an example. So each of us takes a ten point scale we created individually for us. Nobody's questioning it. Just do your best. Live your best life. So you take this scale and you put another TV show that, in this case, TV show that maybe in some ways to you similar to this. And uh, maybe it's better than the show or not, but you put it on the scale and then you rate the show alone against that. So I'll start. Any questions, Jay, before I fucking sla <laughs> slap your face? Oh, no, go for it. So like, I'll take a 10 point scale, right? And I don't know, like, what is the show that I love? I don't know. I don't really love reality shows. Sorry. Yeah. We've, dan we've done like Dance Moms before and Kitchen Nightmares, like in terms of yeah. talking about it. But I really don't have a, a reality show that I love and I'm getting like, obsessed with i honestly don't uh -huh. and i don't even know if i should take a reality show or should I just take anything should i take david maybe michelangelo i don't know what should i do what <laughs> yeah. should i do like should i take a script that i wrote through my tears and blood anybody so, i think you should take david like a piece of art yeah. that's what it sounded like yeah yeah okay so what is the most life-changing <sighs> work of art that I've ever experienced. I, 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 I don't have an answer. I, I Didn't you just say David? <laughs> I said David Michelangelo because everybody <laughs> loves David. Well, let's pick that one then. But I don't care, have a special relationship. Um, let's see. I don't want to do Supermansion, maybe, but no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Supermansion, Robot Chicken, Kitchen Nightmares, everything that we're yeah, related to. No. Okay. I don't know. What can I take? I'll take this podcast. I'm going to raid the show against my podcast. <laughs> How's that, Jay? Jay doesn't yeah. like this. I just the more we talk about, it, the more confused I'm. Like, what are we doing right now? Are we saying a Fuck name you. of a show and then? And yeah. Then, uh, so like, I, okay, like, <laughs> what is what is meaningful to me? What is what is meaningful? My uh, like, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take mushroom. Okay, here's guys, I'm gonna do. It's just crazy. I'm gonna take a mushroom trip. 
I'm going to rate the show against The Mushroom Trip. Okay. Okay, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll take a good one. Like, the one that where, like, I didn't lose my shit. And, or like, like I lost the shit, but then I, like, recovered, right? And I learned from it. Yeah. That's a good Mushroom Trip. And so if a good Mushroom Trip is, like, an eight, because it really hurts. Like, really, really hurts to be in the bad place. So that's why it's not a 10. I think the show is a nine, because it doesn't hurt you. But I feel like... Mm. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a chance that the show wouldn't work on me the same way if I didn't do a bunch of mushrooms earlier on in life to prepare me for mm-hmm. this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, But I feel like I this it. show is still better than a mushroom trip. Yeah. And like, I it, get it. I, get, I understand everything you just said. Very clear. Go, by, <laughs> go ahead. So, okay. So he, That's what he so, says, so, but he so, doesn't. So, so I'm going to so yeah. do mine. Um... If Citizen Kane is a 10, Alone is a 9.1. Whoa. Zeb. That's huge. So does the thing, I, the thing I pick has to be a 10? <laughs> See? It's confusing. Because usually we do TV show. Like we'll take Kitchen Nightmares, right? And be like, oh, reality show, great reality show, Kitchen Nightmares, directed by Jay Hunter, Esquire. And then we take, like, I don't know, we take, like, uh, another great reality show, uh, baking, whatever, British baking show. I haven't seen it. So British baking show, for example, is seven. Kitchen Nightmares is nine. So Kitchen Nightmares is better. That's kind of thing. Okay. But we've like, trans- gotcha. because alone transcends reality shows. It transcends television. Yeah, we are yeah, taking yeah. anything you want. I'll take the easy way and I'll say if Survivor, I'll say Survivor, yeah, the reality show is a, is a four mm. and That's alone a is a ten. Yeah. I mean, this is this should have because been. Because there's that no. Was good. That, that was, was that's good. That's strong. That was it strong. Lives, it lives in the same ballpark, but, uh, but alone, there are no games. You know, like nothing. There's can no like save weird you. like people <laughs> flashing their boxers or some shit. There's no like sex like yeah, the, the, aspect the, the, of it. The, the, there's yeah. no like like just it's people pure. plotting it's, against each other, and there's also no producers, producers. like cooking the scenes and like yeah, introducing yeah, shit yeah, for yeah. drama for like false manufactured drama it, yeah. it's like all the drama is pure and is and is real and is generated out of real life instead of just like some fucking like like idiot in an office who's like you know it'd be cool as if like you know we yeah, did yeah. we get, gave everybody a bar of soap you know like everybody like, pay uh, attention to jay's voice maybe you'll recognize that person Oh, that voice I was just yeah. doing? That, well, that was kind of... You mean it's like the Zeb voice? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like a producer that people recognize from working no, on I was, I was doing the, I was doing like the... the uh, With our friend circle, like the, the anonymous like asshole voice. Like, like mm-hmm. hey... I, I got an idea. Right. And it kinda, Come on, guys. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of Zeb. I say it's the Zeb voice because he probably invented the voice. And then we, mm. we all just do impressions of the voice that he invented. Can you do it, Zeb? Zeb, can you do the original voice for us so that we can... Hey, come on, guys. What's going on? Much better. <laughs> much better. That's why you're hey, the creator of Supermansion and Jay is my husband. I'm going to give everybody a bow, but only one arrow. You know, <laughs> oh, that's great. Exactly. Um, Zeb, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, say our goodbyes? Well, I've got a comic book series coming out, Hellions from Marvel Comics. It's part of the X Men line. Pick it up. Uh, issue one and two are out. Visit your local store. They need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, can they get it online? No. Yeah, they can get it online but, as well. But go risk your lives. Yeah, go <laughs> risk your lives for this for the entertainment. Great, Jay. 
Uh, I have nothing to, pot to promote except for the fact that uh, I'm cooking dinner all week. Uh, so if you're, because I so don't you, cook, so, so, so therefore you, I will not survive if, in the wilderness. If, if if you live, if you happen to live in our house, get ready for some nice dinners coming up. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, Robot Chicken season ten is out. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Salude, for artwork. Thank you, Bry Walker, for the crazy, amazing music they were playing as yes. we speak. Oh my God, Bry Walker! Excellent music. Excellent music. Thank you, Zeb Wells, for coming onto this podcast. What a you're very welcome. What a treat! And keep on, keep on bringing these like seeds of knowledge, glow seeds of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zeb, thank you very much. Bye bye. <laughs>